Just another manic Monday, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Romelu Lukaku beat up Arsenal and Harry Kane played for Spurs. It's Monday, 23rd of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Vidushina Hunter-Arja. Hello, everybody. It's the start of the working week and we're feeling fine, aren't we, Jimmy, baby? Yeah, why not? Uh-huh. <laughs> Vish, how are you doing, big boy? I'm doing I'm doing very well, better than Jim. I'm concerned oh, for Jim. We're all concerned. be concerned for me. It's all right. Jim, you were at the Emirates on the weekend. I was. Unlux. Yep. Back to the stress bowl. Should have come. <laughs> the anxiety dome. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> was it good to be back? It's been a while. Genuinely, it was. Yeah. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Like you go and see your team and they lose, but you still enjoy it because it was the football. It's like a weird relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to like go, like, you know, pretend I've gone home and like just, just shout it into a mirror. It's like putting on like, a, 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 an old jumper which has been ravaged by moths. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's not what it was, but it, <laughs> it, despite itself, it keeps you warm. <laughs> I love that comfort. I love that feeling when you put on an old jumper and you're like, oh, I didn't know I put that knife there. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That video on the uh, Football Ramble Instagram, your face at the beginning was so, so sincere and so lovely and so just, you know, yeah. you're just beaming with, with genuine joy at yeah. being back. Uh-huh. And then... Oh, the second couple of videos. <laughs> the, the, the stark the, contrast, isn't it? Yeah. Well, at the end of the video, um, you're being recorded as you're walking away, and it generally looks like, you know, like an extension of the Richard Ashcroft video where you're just like going to lay into people who <laughs> walk, walk by you as you address yeah. the camera. And as he walked off, his trousers fell down. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of vibe. You should have so. come to Craven Cottage with me, Jim. It was a lovely old time. And yeah. you be and, and there's a lot of similar stuff. The away fans sing, this is a library. Yeah. Your support is... Yeah. All that kind of the stuff. Home the home fans All the classics. Yeah, the, the yeah. Whole, the Keep home, it down. The home fans don't <laughs> even know. decorum. <laughs> trying to work out where the swimming pool's going to be in the yeah. new stand. All that kind of stuff maybe next time mate but yes Chelsea beat Arsenal 2-0 as if you didn't know and a decade after his debut uh, Romelu Lukaku scored his first Chelsea goal as he and they rolled over Arsenal 2-0 I love the fact that uh, Lukaku if ever a player has meant business (laughs) business do you know what I mean he's he's, give us an assessment of your performance and he just said dominant I think Dominant. Yeah, he was <laughs> Just, fantastic. He was. I mean, I mean, it's the, the only flesh surprising is, thing is he didn't score more than one. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really need to, though, did they? Which we'll come on to. But seeing him in the flesh is, we know that he plays with his back to goal a lot. But it's like he picks a defender. And he's just he just sort of backs into them, yeah. Like, mm. and it it just takes that player out of the game. You know, he's going to try and roll the defender. It won't always work, but it's going to cause chaos when it does. And he's also such a good outlet. On the few occasions where Chelsea were under a little bit of pressure, if, if they could get the ball to him, even on the halfway line, he he was just a, a complete pressure valve for that. How do you defend Absolutely against him? Brilliant, fish. that's what I want to know. Because if you remember the great Ronaldo, the phenomenon in his full pomp. You think, how do you set up against a defend a, a striker like that? A different type of player, I understand. I'm not saying that their style is, is like for like. But when you see Lukaku like that, you think, well, get bodies around him. Yeah, well, that leaves acres of room for the wing backs. And yes, so, and, I, doesn't it just? Well, and the panic that he set in with the Arsenal. So I know it doesn't take much to spook this Arsenal team, but 
he really was, and, and and a lot of defenders are going to be looking at that. A lot of managers are panicking, go, when are we playing them? How much prep do I need to do to try mm. and stop this guy? Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I did feel a bit bad for, for Pablo Mari because what happened to him is going to happen to quite a few defenders before the season. <laughs> to single out. him out. Yeah. yeah he's just unfortunate enough that he's the first. It? It's like singling out a soldier. You know, when an old Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> film, when yeah. he goes and he destroys the whole of the, wherever they're from, the army, foreign army, and you think, well, that guy on the roof, he's not, he, he should have shot him today. <laughs> yeah, like, no, 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 he's, 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 he's just mowed down about 300 of them. Yeah, know? imagine if that sequence in James Bond where they all, they all shoot and miss him and one of them turns out, should have got him there, shouldn't you? Should have gone for the head, yeah. idiot. <laughs> Go for his feet. Knob. He's yeah. going to make hundreds of more movies now. <laughs> yeah. All because of you, because you missed. <laughs> Why don't we just shoot him in the head instead of the laser up the Jaffers? Yeah. Or we just... <laughs> there was, um, but like when Mary went through him <laughs> with, with more than an hour to go. I love that though. I love the... Oh, the, yeah, in, really? The, Didn't in, it set the tone, Marcus? <laughs> no, no, Let no, him the, know you're there. No, but to be let fair... Let him know, know you're there, and then let him know you're off. He, no, but he tried something. <laughs> yeah. To, to give him credit, he tried something. Of course it didn't work, but I like the fact that he had a go. He tried to mix it up. Yeah. The way I saw that was when he picked up the first yellow card, the smartest thing he could do was then quickly pick up a second, so he didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but there was that, you know, you're spot on with, um, obviously, how, how Lukaku plays. And we talked about it out there that... You know, the defender who ends up going in touch tight to Lukaku yeah, is immediately taken out of the game, yeah. much in the same way that, mm-hmm. you know, if you grab the mouth of, of a crocodile, there is a moment where you have to let it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're in big trouble. Yeah. But the other thing was that he doesn't just attract that defender. You know, Granit Xhaka had actually quite a solid start to the game when mm-hmm. it was clear that they were trying to play with like a... I sort of, but more or less like a back three with Zaka dropping in and mm. cutting the outlet, cutting essentially the passes into him. And I was like, that's probably quite a smart, smart way of double yeah, teaming that's how you'll have to. And then at the same time, I was like, while you're doing that to the most expensive Chelsea signing ever, the second most expensive Chelsea signing ever is literally standing free over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Reese James. Oh. I mean, did he was he renting that space? It, it was, was like unreal, a monopoly board, it? and no one yeah. wanted to go near he it. Was, no, it was. I think. Just it's Lukaku, isn't it? They're so frightened mm. of, of giving him space well, well, t- that that, happened- ha- that space has to pop up somewhere else. And yeah. what the happened frustrating to thing was well, well quite. is a very very good defender, and yet his brain just went all mushy because again of the threat. Well, I think that he was perhaps wary of having too much ground to cover mm. because they're all sort of frightened of what Lukaku's going to do in the middle, be that up against Mario Holding, wherever Lukaku's d- deciding to to you know make a nuisance of himself. And I think. It just didn't work, did it? It just there was a, there was an over. It created an overload. It's I think it's, so it's easy to say after the fact, but I really think yeah. I should have started with a back three. Yeah, Again, I, I mean, as as everyone should against a player like that, surely. Well, do you think Tierney and um, Cedric were because they were? You could tell obviously they were as soon as Lukaku got the ball, everyone mm-hmm. got got narrower. Do you think they were worried about the ball inside the fullback? Because you know, Reese James. Had a brilliant game yesterday. Mm. It was a very different game to mm-hmm. his better games last season, where he was actually quite far out on the touchline, yeah, and yeah. there was clear a clear plan from Thomas Tuchel to, you know, use him as the like spare winger, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, yeah. I mean, he was given... very Trent Alexander Arnold, wasn't it? Yeah, but mm. well, I, I would say very Danny Elvis, vintage Elvis sort of stuff. You know, yeah. in, the, in the terms of he just had that whole right side and he was flying up and down. He was given the keys to North London, of course, but. I, th- I just, Reese James, I've said this last season, as a few people have, just, he just looks the business. Yeah, he does. And he will get his chance in the England shirt. And I know there's a lot of, uh, uh, I know he played a little bit at the Euros and, and so on. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of competition there. But 
he he just he just what a magnificent player. Mm. And uh, I know there was there was that time when he perhaps should have uh, crossed the ball to Lukaku a little bit earlier and so on. But the way he plays, the confidence he has, the stature of him, the, the body language, the, the you know the, the touch, the, the the spatial awareness, the the, the the ability, the way he finished as well, the whole body language Very of those Chelsea players knocked it out bang and the way they celebrated it this this mm. is a team that means business oh, as without i say a doubt. there's the intensity there they've 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 got it all i i just i can't sort of talk highly enough yeah. of them and as i say the only disappointing thing was that they didn't add to the two-goal tally. Disagree, but uh, <laughs> I think what's important to remember as well is like there's been a really, really hysterical reaction to this result, as you expect from from you know the unfortunately the, the narrative around Arsenal that you get more on the internet than on, than, than from the media. It's almost like it pays really well. It is, isn't it? It's like you you are seeing like auditions for Arsenal's next hysterical fall mm. like every every time they they like something seemingly calamitous happens but they're the champions so it's like of Britain's Europe got, it's like Britain's got talent but it's, it's all just like the first week of Britain got talent <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah yeah. it's just just the embarrassing ones yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all self-taped and do you feel like you're Simon Cowell <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, what, what, no I don't want anything to do with it anymore yeah, absolutely exactly. yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think like this is a Champions Europe, Champions of Europe yeah. plus one of the best strikers in the world. Arsenal mm. are obviously missing a lot of players as well, and it's it, it, it's not as it's not as bad as it's being made out by On any a, stretch. Now the problem is, yeah. the, it almost feels like Arsenal weren't particularly like calamitous. It's not like they shot themselves in the foot a lot. It's obviously leaving that space for James is a big big oversight, but they were basically just second best in every position, mm. and Chelsea didn't really need to get out of second gear. But it just it shows you how good they are. Are you saying it, on another day? I'm not saying no, on, on, an, on another day that you know like or we'd have given them what for, and I think they know that. Um, Would you? But it's it, I don't think these are the games that are going to define the season for Arsenal. It's a it's going to be a, a, another supposed season of transition. They obviously they're not going to get near the top four. You got to look at that squad. I do think it's a better squad than it was this time last season. Mm. But which isn't saying a huge amount. There's loads of problems with it. They've got four right backs, but no right back somehow. <laughs> Were you doing any of the booing at half time? Of course not. How dare you even ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about, you know, just to touch on what you said there about like, obviously, yeah, you're right. It wasn't calamitous. But you know how, it, you know, good teams win the same way with, mm. with different players yeah. in the starting 11. The one thing I thought about that result yesterday, well, two things. The first was, it looked like a 4-0 and that all, in a yes. way made it worse because mm. it, like, it didn't need to be a 4-0 to see these issues. And the second thing was, uh, you know, they do, Arsenal do have a lot of absentees, even Aubameyang coming on in the second half, mm -hmm, you know, yeah. he's had and he's issues with illness. COVID as yeah. well. And Ben White has COVID. They keep yeah. saying illness. I don't know why they're not saying COVID. Yeah, but. exactly. But, but then... Even with all those absentees, they still lose the same way. Yeah, I think that's the trouble. I think yeah. this is sort of seeped into them, isn't it? I mean, Bakary Sanya wasn't happy, and and um, you're speaking to RMC. He said the Maybe DNA get him back. Yeah, get him in there. The DNA of the club is gone. He's a right back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you stick to Man City issues, pal. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, the DNA of the club is gone, and I'm I, actually. I disagree with him. This is the DNA of the club, and it has <laughs> yeah. been for some time. It's, it's mutated. You compare that to compare it's what, with the Kronka. You know, sure. Gene has come in, indeed. But you compare Two first cousins. <laughs> you compare Manchester United and Arsenal in that you know, sort of the Ferguson and Wenger. Now, I know again different coaches and and, and different uh, uh, success rates, Needs. if you like. But after Ferguson left, there's a sort of a scramble for Manchester United to try and find that sort of winning feeling again. Mm. And they got in some some big hitters, obviously. Now under Solskjaer, it's it's 
going slightly better perhaps now than what it was. Um, with Arsenal, it's kind of like, well, we just don't want to rock the boat. Just more of the same. Let's just glide along. And, yeah. and, and I, I mean, I'm just, I, I, to me, if I was anybody in that Arsenal board, I would be making French kissy faces at Antonio Conte. Well, the, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I would be very, very surprised if they were to sack Arteta this quickly after backing him so heavily in the transfer market. And obviously there's been a lot of talk of like trusting in the process and stuff like that. And, but he's been in the job for, for a while now and long enough to, to see if you, essentially if if he's a manager who's good at improving players and there are players like Rob Holding he's improved Callum Chambers a bit I mean obviously the young players like Saka and Smith Rowe like got to be some credit there but generally speaking well, Jim, it's let not me, let me read it it's not him. overly you know, a 20, 20th defeat in 60 Premier League games lost more games in 20 months than, than Wenger did in his last six years yeah it's quite damning isn't yeah. it quite damning so are you going to boo mean, now no no oh, okay. I will never boo um <laughs> It's Conte's unrealistic though, isn't it? He's not gonna he's not gonna come in and do yeah, much for that squad apart no, from shout at them. No point in asking the question then, is there? Uh, <laughs> no, um, Vish, uh, <sighs> the real uh, two things that I want to point out about Burton Leno is wearing the outfield away kit in goal, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. And secondly, that save against Lukaku, we're gonna forget about it. He's an incredible save. Lukaku's reaction was great as well. Yeah. Like, did, I was, he, did he get a touch on that? Yeah, but I was really surprised. Like how? I mean, maybe that shows how fast football moves at that level, but. Lukaku headed the ball towards Leno yeah. from yeah. six, seven yards out and wasn't sure if he saved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing with, with, with Lukaku, you know, he's absolutely phenomenal. We should have scored that, but yeah. I don't, I think the goals will be uh, uh, flowing. Yeah. Um, and and Chelsea haven't had a, a, a goal scorer, a, a proper goal scorer in centre forward for a couple of seasons or a few seasons now. So he'd be. He'd be um, Can I just say, though, yeah. about, the, about Leno wearing the away kit? Yeah, I mean, how many kit launches have there been <laughs> in the last year alone and have they just forgot to make a goal that's what it is. isn't it and what was what struck me about it was how it didn't really look out of place you would think that that would seem really no. really weird but it it didn't no. which was a bit disappointing to no, be honest that's it. What, what is he what you know how far is this going to go is he going to oh what he's wearing some Adidas gazelles now in yeah. goal it's like well why why are you doing this but we're going to dress you like a lemon like a big lemon <laughs> uh-huh. uh, to see how that affects your confidence yeah <laughs> I think that would be good um, I mean to compare again the two sides Chelsea brought on the second half and Golo Kante and Hakim Ziyech yeah I I did there audibly groan when Kante came on yes I don't think that counts as a boo but I don't probably think the closest so. it felt like bullying didn't it? All, uh, all, They're already tired. Leave them alone. And also to 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 sort of hammer home the point, Tammy Abraham impressed on his Roma debut. <laughs> the striker that Chelsea were like, ah, we don't really need him. We'll set him off. Just get up to instrumental in their three on one against Fiorentina. Yeah. Well done, Tammy. So there we are, Jim. Mm. Bad. Annoyingly as well. Apparently Arsenal had agreed personal terms with Tammy Abraham. He was really keen, but Chelsea were like, nah. Yeah. I think that would have been such a good fit yeah, as well. Yeah, agree. There we are. Gentlemen, we move on to Southampton one, Manchester United one. Manchester United equaled Arsenal's unbeaten away run in the Premier League. And what a way to do it, Vish. It says a lot that you mention Arsenal and Manchester United in the same breath. And I was like, well, isn't that bad? <laughs> and then I remembered, yeah. Different um, game, different yeah. team, different time. So, very, um, very different times. Vish, I feel that Man United should have gone on to win this game. I think everyone does. And I'm now going to take the approach that people take to me when Arsenal don't get a good result. Mm. What are you personally doing about <laughs> <that>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't they fish? <laughs> You're playing the part of Luke, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Playing the part of Luke and the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird um, because they responded really well at the start of um, the start of the second half and it was almost like scoring the equaliser took the wind out of their own sails. Yeah. Well, they've got the... As long as they... 
got to the end of the game and didn't didn't lose it, then they would equal that record. And I think that's what was playing on the Do you think they were holding on to it? Yeah, yeah, right, lads. Nothing stupid now. Well, get rid of it. Bruno, just get rid of it. It was like the Invincibles towards the end of the season. No, yeah. sort of <laughs> that's fine. I think that's what it was. Harry Maguire caught dawdling uh, on the ball. <laughs> dawdling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was uh, he was having a little dwindly dawdle and uh, <laughs> he was he was caught out, wasn't he? He was sleepy, dopey, and bashful at the same time. Very much so, yeah, very much so, and wasn't happy. Uh, and uh, Southampton obviously scored. I mean, Southampton had, Armstrong had a chance to. He should have scored that, shouldn't he? And I, I, it would have been nice because obviously he's made the jump to the Premier League. It wouldn't have been nice, would it? Yes, it would have. It was. I have. like seeing. So, all right, Jim. I like seeing Southampton beat Manchester United because it reminds me of the you know the glory days of you know three one that Man United grey kit and the six yeah. three and so. Did on. you see the sign that one of the Southampton fans made? Go on. We, we preferred you when you were in grey. <laughs> nice, <laughs> big WWE vibe to that. Yeah. Yeah. More of that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Man United they did get out of there with a point, and uh, Mason Greenwood uh, got the goal. He did. Yeah, he's, he's um, you know, with. Uh, Obviously, the, the Lukaku thing, I mean, he was never coming back, but it did, you know, there was a lot of talk that United will think about, you know, bringing in a striker. We're certainly looking for a contingency plan beyond um, Edinson Cavani. I actually thought Abraham would have been a sneaky little deal there, yeah. but I don't think they would have done business together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you look at Greenwood, and I, and it's, you know, it's a, I suppose it's an unfortunate contrast when you compare him to Martial, who was on mm. the other wing, who looked pretty... Pretty listless. I can't remember who. I think it was Musa Kwanga of um, of Stadio, uh, mm. you know, the, the other mm. pod, uh, football podcast. He made a great point that he, uh, you know, being a striker is an office job. You need to be committed to it. You need to go in and out mm. work every day, regardless of whether you have bad days or good days. Mm-hmm. Got to keep going back. But Martial wants to be a freelancer. Uh, he does it. He like he wants the good bits of of being out wide and being in the middle. Mm-hmm. But he's not willing to, I suppose, have might the quiet I, might days. Might I correct his uh, analogy? When you say it's an officer, he means that he's a member of staff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah, yeah. That, that's that. Yeah, that's my okay. bastardising of. Yeah, of don't quite do, line, don't yeah. do him a disservice. Basically, I've made a career out of that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're but, very welcome on the round. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, but it's quite interesting because Greenwood just, and I suppose he has the benefit of youth on his side as well. But he just he's gone back to how he was two seasons ago while maintaining a maturity about his movement yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's it's great to see. There's still a huge issue in midfield that obviously they're not going to address given the amount of money they've already yeah. handed out. That in bloody Paul Pogba you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gave the ball away once he and did. I thought, oh, he's done that again. And what about Fred? Didn't watch Chipping the in at the wrong end? Fred, man. Oh. That was so unlucky. Poor just, old Fred. I feel like despite Fred being that player, that, that, that lightning rod player that every team has, mm. I, he always looks like he's just having the time of his life. Jim, can I say? And right I can't help but love that about him. Yeah, Arsenal need a sort of that that sort of defensive midfielder. Next summer they're signing Fred. There's no doubt Imagine. about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, That's we, Arsenal signing written all over. Yeah, it. We'll, we'll bring up the Sylvester agreement. Yeah, <laughs> get him sent down. Yeah, Fred is. I you know what? I have a lot of affection for Fred. I think I've said it before, but like a confident Fred is a very dangerous thing mm. because he'll do something very well. He'll have a really good ten minutes, and he'll take a right-footed shot from thirty yards. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, why? I mean, like, I want you to enjoy yourself. Mm. Maybe not here though. Yeah. I think in that situation, it'd be better if Paul Pogba would pick him up and like use him as a golf club. <laughs> that would be more <laughs> effective, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Would. What about the uh, the young right back for Southampton, T- Tino? Sorry, uh, Livramento, who was named Man of the Match. Uh, he had a great game, and considering how good Carl Walker Peters was, 
last season as well. They, yeah. They're quite well uh, equipped in that area, would it would appear. Ralph, I love this uh, Hassan who was sort of trying to lower the hype um, around him. And he said, I'm happy he took the decision to come to us. It's always difficult to get one of the best talents in England. Well, there, there's your hype. So you've got yeah. now. Yeah. So then he sort of looks around and thinks, oh yeah, but don't hang him high. Don't hang him too high if you get the picture. Uh, keep it calm. I know how quick people are starting to lift him, but there is no need. I was... um. I was quite impressed with Ralph Hasenhutl, actually. I, I really did. I, I basically have him down as the first manager to go this season, mm. but I thought his tactical changes, you know, took the game away from Manchester United for a period of time. And also, you know, even little things like dropping Carl Waterpeters for um, Livermento kind of spoke of someone who, you know, sometimes you see managers when mm. they're in that struggle and they just stick with the names that, that, that mm. took them to their upward trajectory. Um, and, I think it's probably a good sign that he's not afraid to yeah. cast out big names. Mm. Well, and, and yeah, but they're going to need it, aren't they? Because they haven't had the yeah. best of starts. But that point is very encouraging for Southampton, uh, no doubt. Gentlemen, I'd like to end the first half with uh, Liverpool versus Burnley, if I may. A sort of fairly routine win. Uh, yeah, a lot of people talking about Burnley's lineup of four four two, but they lined up with the with the numbers one to eleven. Now I used yeah. to be years ago, I used to be a bit precious about this, uh, and now I don't mind because I quite like it when a squad number comes synonymous with a player. You think of. Um, was Beckham 32 at Real Madrid? Something like 23, that. 23, wasn't it? Oh, 23, sorry, I'll get me, get me numbers mixed up. You know, I quite like it when, when you, you, you can have that sort of mm. thing. Um, but, uh, but it was quite nice to see the 1-11 to 11, uh, vision. And yeah. they were all in the correct places. Number four is a central midfielder. Yes. Seven and 11 yeah. are on the wings and they got the yeah. right with seven is the right winger. It, they've and really was, thought about if that. If anyone was going to do it, it as well, it's going to be Burnley, isn't it? Like there's, <laughs> British there's numbers for British yes. players. There is something <laughs> charmingly old world about that, that sort of stuff. There's a friend of mine yeah. called Jay Foreman who's a musical comic mm. and he's he has a song called Where Do You Get Your Food From Grandma? Which is just about how like where on earth do grandparents get all this weird food that only seems to exist in like in, in old person cupboard land? Mm. And I feel like that about Burnley. Like, where do you... What's a Josh Brownhill? Where do you, where do you, <laughs> yeah. do you find these men? They're where do you get these players? Half-time Who t- are they? Half-time Tunnock's tea cakes. Yeah. That sort of thing. I know what you mean. Yeah, you read that lineup and you're like, is this conscription? <laughs> Is that what this is? Is this maybe? Is is this your Chris Wood? The um, you know, you talked about being a bit of a throwback. Certainly, Jurgen Klopp seemed to think that a lot of what Burnley were doing was a bit of a throwback. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of um, Burnley shaming, shall we put it? Mm. In terms of like, I'm not how, shaming them at all. No, no, you're not. You're, but but you know, they were talking. There's a lot of chat about wrestling, and, yeah. I, and I love wrestling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, I think they just. They know where the limits are and yeah, they push I, them as well as they can. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think... Okay, I think, there was a couple of body slams in there. <laughs> they were legitimately a couple of body slams. Yeah, the ref that, didn't see that, though. It's fine. No, it's fine. A couple, yeah. a couple of chair shots when no one's looking is all right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what was moaning about with VAR. It didn't pick up. I think there was a lot of moaning from managers over the weekend about refs and VAR. Social yeah. moan, social moan like yeah. hell as well. I yeah. know, and I thought to myself, because the players, I think they say on the pitch, the referees have said since VAR, the players are sort of going, are you chair... Oh, you have? All right, okay. Yeah. So they can't, you know, whereas the managers haven't really sort of got that memo, have they? And they and it's sort of still kind of carrying on. You can kind of understand, but it I don't want to get... It will never get to a point where managers never, don't mind. It will never get, unless they, unless Klopp gets to referee one half and then dice <laughs> the other. Maybe that's the way forward, that the manager... I mean, that is genuinely a brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Thanks love very that. Much. What a contrast in styles as yeah. well. Email show at footballramble.com for, for, um, for more affirmation on that idea. Because it will, it will mean that Mike Dean eventually becomes a football manager. Yeah, that's true. 
That is true. So, yeah, so an, there's an actual ref to referee the team whose manager is refereeing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But Liverpool, though, uh, Harvey Elliott looked good, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. He looks a player. More of that, please, Harvey. Uh, but Liverpool, I think people have sort of slightly forgotten about Liverpool, I think. There's a lot of chat about Chelsea, as we've just displayed, and understandably so. Obviously, Manchester City, Grealish now among the goals. You, Pep wants him to get some more. So that those two are the, are the big two people are talking about. Liverpool... I've not lost anybody. Ronaldo will be a yeah. bit of a loss, but obviously Van Dijk's back in there. I mean, surely it's a, it's a three-way title race. People often talk about Man City and, and I Chelsea. Th- I actually think you might have to throw Man United in there this season as well. I think we might have a bit of a might have a ding dong. Yeah. But yeah, I think because it cannot go understated how like what a disaster it was for Liverpool to essentially lose their entire defence last season mm. and still mm. roar back into the Champions League places. So I, I think you're right. Yeah, and, and and with people saying you know fans coming back in stadiums making a difference and whatnot. You would say that mm. one of the sides who will surely benefit for the most of that would be Liverpool. Mm. You know, so um, there we are, everybody. You heard it here first. Liverpool could win the league this year. Let's have a quick break. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the football ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, let's see how we got on in Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal score in Betway's 4 selected matches for your chance to win that weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply in Game 1. Southampton versus Manchester United. I picked Bruno Fernandes. Because the opener was an own goal, it passes to the next goal scorer, which was, of course, Mason Greenwood. So I got it wrong, Jim. You did. Uh, game two, Wolves versus Spurs. Vish, you picked Raul Jimenez. Of course, the result was Deli Alley. Got it wrong. Game three, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Jim had the chance to pick an Arsenal player. He chose not to. He wisely chose Romelu Lukaku. It was, of course, Romelu Lukaku. So, yeah, it's a win in a way. It is. <laughs> and uh, in game four, West Ham versus Leicester City. Luke picked Jamie Vardy. The result, of course, there playing tonight so there we are we'll be back for another round of four to score on the preview show this friday all right it's time for emails peter's jingle had a good run we loved it once but that love's gone you can get in touch just email show at footballramble.com i have the email from brian summers who's been getting in touch over the last week complaining about the standard of goalkeeping it's a passionate man I don't care what you say if that ball comes within kissing distance two Man City goals are bloody awful good goals my aunt Fanny <laughs> so I don't really know what to do with that email um, yeah sometimes goalkeepers don't save shots yeah. they should save I don't really know what the solution is, though. I don't know. Yeah, just try hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we do, Brian. Should we sign them up to Burnley so they experience the front line? We can't. I don't think we can lobby for the removal of goalkeepers, which seems to be what he wants. Mm. But nice, nice to hear about someone else's aunt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I assume Aunt Fanny's giddy, but uh, but there we are, Brian. Uh, we hope you get the help you need, which is. Uh, <laughs> somehow removing goalkeepers finally there's got to be a league somewhere in the world where they do that I think well show at footballramble.com everybody 
Now then, uh, Spurs beat Wolverhampton Wanderers 1-0. Um, good win for uh, for uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. For a minute there, I was thinking, which one is he? Oh, yeah, he is a Spurs man. Uh, they beat uh, Bruno Lage. We saw Harry Kane play some football for Spurs yeah. in that lovely I'm, Spurs. I've heard shot. a lot about him. He sounds like he's got a promising future. Hopefully get a few more minutes. Maybe, maybe. Minutes. What about that Spurs the kit you was wearing? Ricketts, mate. Jim, I'm asking you about that Spurs <laughs> kit. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, um, excellent. It looks like resin art. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A dig or is that... No, no, no. I like it. It's good. I think more weird kits, frankly. Mm. What else about Spurs do you like? That, that's it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Are you jealous of their DNA? <laughs> no. You jealous of their <laughs> jealous of their DNA? <laughs> you jealous of their clean sheets and their points? I'm not jealous of their empty trophy cabinet. Ah! <laughs> You're going to push me to it. <laughs> It's all we wanted boo them, to yeah. Boo them, Jim. But do you respect <laughs> Spurs fan TV? Um, Harry came on. Harry came on for the last uh, twenty minutes. Could have scored. Vish, he didn't. It was a good save. Um, and I, was, I found it funny when it was like oh, he got a decent reception. It's like, well, yeah. No, that's. I think that's good. I think that's very mature from from the Tottenham fans. They want him to stay, don't they? Obviously, so they're not going to go. There, you knob. Yeah, but I... Stay, you prick! No, 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 but it just sort of didn't surprise... I thought you would get a decent reception, yeah. I think. But anyway... Especially I, I, from away fans who, you know, yeah. because they've made the travel up, I think yeah. they're less inclined to, mm-hmm. you know, be so fickle just, about it. Just give Spurs fans a bit more credit, everybody, I think, is what I'm trying to say. What about Deli Alley, Vish? Good to see him uh, back, looking confident again and so on. Why he kind of... He, I mean, won the penalty... I would say he won the penalty. He made sure there was contact, but it was a penalty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the way yeah. he was like, right, I'm having that, bang, and, and, and tucked it. Well, I thought, come on, pal. You forget what a player Deli Ali was. I mean, uh, we hark back to the Russia World Cup, but he was there starting for England. It wasn't that long ago where he had a season where, what did he get, 18 goals in the league, I yeah. think, which was... I mean, like, we, we th- at that point, we thought he was going to be like a, a Gerard Lampard-style well, player and, arriving from deep, getting you that many goals a season. Totally, because only Lampard and Yaya Toure have scored more in a Premier League season than him. That's amazing. Oh, wow. If you yeah. think about that, you know, that's how good he was, linking with Kane. Yeah. Um, then, you know, again, what, what a player. And so it's good to see him playing football again. Uh, Mourinho's gone, yeah. and uh, it could this be a sort of a Luke Shaw kind of effect with with Deli Ali? You know, <laughs> Mourinho goes and he thrives. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's maybe a bit of that. I, I th- can't blame it all on Mourinho. Look, I mean, players, no, have, I, I, players have personal lives. I, I don't know what if there is yeah. anything, but I'm just saying that you know people have ups and downs and so. But on, also, so, if you've you know. got a point to prove, and you're then given the environment in which to prove that with with very little pressure in comparison, then. Those are great conditions in which to thrive, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think there's, it is really nice seeing him back playing, and I suppose him, not just playing, but starting games as well. He doesn't quite look like the Deli Ali of old because the Deli Ali that I remember when he was playing regularly, when he was having that good season, his touch and the way he thought about space, for example, it seemed was automatic like, almost. Yeah, it? It, it was kind of up there with some of the best players in the league. Like he would have a way of. You know, almost like a Pogba-like way of of turning players or getting past them by walking, yeah. <laughs> rather than you know having to knock the ball past them and chase after it. Um, it's touched. You know, it, it's not quite as silk as it was. Funny, isn't it? How some players like they're kind of fearless when they're young, and a bit yeah. of maturity takes something away from their. Oh game. yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. But but I wonder actually. I mean, it is such a shame that you know if Kane does go, then you know it, it was Kane and. Kane and Ali, and then it was Kane and Son, and you kind of think, God, if 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 you've got those three together firing, then it kind of you can really fill in around them and have a really, you know, mm-hmm. strong top five, top six team there. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how how far it goes. I I, I wonder how much license 
he's going to get long term under Nuno. If this is maybe an example of like, because mm-hmm. we're not playing with a recognised striker, we want you to yeah. go a bit further forward. But if if they have someone up there, is he going to be a bit more withdrawn? Because he doesn't do that particularly well, I suppose. But yeah. um, no, promising start, yeah. What about that piece of skill from Bergwijn? Down the left. Do you see that? Yeah. Little roll over and go, oh my God, I've not seen feet that quick since... The original Ronaldo himself. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely glorious. Actually, Bergwijn's another interesting one, isn't he, for Spurs? Because I think Deli Alli is a bit of a Rubik's Cube to, to solve for, for Nuno. And you would think, mm. you know, that given the quality of Ali, he w- would want to put some time into solving that. But Bergwijn as well, he's a player like, his finishing can be, it's like he lacks confidence in it. Mm. But yeah. he's really, really good at getting himself chances. Yeah. I think if you can just add a bit of composure to him, you've got a really, really good player on your hands there. Yeah. I I, I have to say with regards to all this Kane stuff, I just think to myself, like, you, I, I, I know that Raul Jimenez has um, obviously had his sort of fitness issues and, and all that kind of stuff for obvious reasons. But I'm always of the mind if a player really wants to go sell him for a massive great profit... Could they have done worse than getting, you know, your striker who likes to bring in other players and so someone like a Jimenez or I said to you before the show, like sell him and then and then start a fire sale at Barcelona. I don't know. Yeah. Go, like if if you slap eighty million on the table and go, can we have Griezmann? I'm pretty sure Barcelona would be like, yeah, you probably can. Actually, no, I don't know because <laughs> you know? they would they simply won't accept their circumstances, <laughs> will they? But I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Though. Anyway, but, it's a funny one. So I mean, you would think that. They're, they're deadly serious about not selling Kane, aren't they? Which is going to make the end of the transfer window really fascinating. Well, Man City have to do their bit and bit actually quiet. stump up the cash. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, gentlemen, there was a very intense, entertaining game at uh, Ellen Road, which uh, finished Leeds 2, Everton 2. Full house at Ellen Road for the first time since 2004, of course, in the Premier League. We've seen this. And and it really did add to it. When that first Leeds goal went in, yeah. the scenes of absolute bedlam behind the goal. Lovely little nudge from Banford and a, and a good finish from Klitsch. Um, but I, it was good to see Ellen Rowe rocking like that. Yeah. It's kind of, it's weird to me that Leeds being back in the Premier League has been entirely without fans. I know. My, yeah. my mind won't join the dots together on yeah. that. <laughs> I know what you mean. I do get that. The, uh, um, the, the, the game, the game in recent history that that sums up modern Ellen Road was actually a game like a high-profile game they lost. It was the Championship semi-final, that second leg against Derby County. Oh yeah, where Jack Marriott comes on to yeah. Derby and ends up kind of makes a man played in that game as well. Obviously mm-hmm. Lampard was Derby, mm-hmm. Derby coach, but it felt like such a throwback. You know when you watch footage of old games mm. and it feels like the fans are like falling yeah. onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many of them. Um, it was like that and. You kind of think that, yeah, it's such a shame that they weren't able to witness not just coming back, but also the promotion, you've mm. got to remember, from the championship. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be, you know, they're going to have some incredible nights there. I mean, Edinburgh nights are one of a kind, yeah. Well, Tony Aboa knows that, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. he does, yeah. Um, but I did think, though, that you take all that into account, Dominic Calvert-Lewin obviously tucked his penalty away, then, like, gave it a bit to the fans, didn't he? Damari Gray also had a little, little sort of... A oh, oh, Lukaku and Rhys James were right in the Arsenal fans' yeah, faces. Yeah, there was quite a lot, a lot of, of that over the weekend. Um, there were, but there's been no one to shush for the last... <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, 18 months, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Calvert-Lewin did manage to keep his cool despite that sort of fat man showing his belly off <laughs> and rubbing it. Did you see that behind <laughs> the goal? Yeah, the jiggle might put you off. So yeah. Did you... Um, do you remember the bloke who got his penis out in the Euro, Euro 2012? Yeah, penis yeah. was seen, yeah. Yeah, I had to Google that again today and I found the Deadspin article which which described it as... The sad English penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, note vicious terminology there, ladies and gentlemen. I had to Google that. Again. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Just had to. Incognito mode? or didn't have... No, I'm proud <laughs> of it. Didn't have, a, didn't have a choice in the matter. First thing, you type in A, sad penis. Yeah. Right away on the browser. True enough. What about Damari Gray, though, Vish? Uh, nice to see him looking happy. Yeah, it is. Um, he, so he's 25, mm-hmm. as is Deli Ali. Funny, isn't it? Two, yeah. But two, two players who you'd think, who I suppose... You kind of think of a lost cause more so than than mm. Damari Gray. That, that, that's a personal point of view. I, I thought Damari Gray was had kind of come and gone, but at, by being twenty five, still young. I suppose mm. we would say that in this room. <laughs> but <laughs> they've had generations of players overtake yep. them, yep. and I don't just mean internationally or mm-hmm. their respective clubs. I just kind of mean across mm. Europe. Mm, you know, yeah. Gray going to Leverkusen was good move. Obviously, he had his struggles with injury, but you look around, you know, around Europe, and you mm. think of where he might go, and you're like, well. You're gonna to have to take a step down. So yeah, it was very, really exciting to see him. Um, you know, he's always shown flashes. He has, yeah. And, and I, I quite like the fact that he um, he wasn't afraid to go both sides of the fullback. Yeah. I think a lot of time he's been on the left and tried to cut in all totally, the time. Yeah. But he was brilliant though, and I think sometimes that Rafa Benitez, oh, it's not very boring. It's a bit formulaic and so. But but he has shown that he's managed, you know, some sort of flary players as well. Yeah. But actually, maybe a, a player like Damari Gray needs that. He needs a lot of structure. Yeah. And within that structure, go and do your thing. Yeah, and, and and the ways you know crossing the ball and and Cavalier he'll bloody love that. I mean, yeah. he yeah. perhaps should have scored more than one in the game. You know, he, a striker of his standard would have perhaps been a touch disappointed. Mm. Um, it, that bodes very well for Everton. It, it didn't win the game, of course, but it does bode well. Um, and uh, it also bodes bodes well that uh, Yeri Mina might have a good old go at Lukaku when they face them. I don't <laughs> think he'll win that one, but he certainly tried to to bully Patrick Bamford the whole game, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit of a shit house, Jerry Mina. Yeah, Has it, been oh, yeah I mean, he was, a, he was a huge shit house against England, wasn't he? I know we're going back a long yeah. way. Oh, and against Argentina as well. You see Messi giving yes. him some in oh, the penalty yeah. shootout yeah. at the Copa America. It's great. I know. That's what you want. We do want a bit of that. Uh, what was quite nice, though, is that Rafa Benitez and Marcelo Bielsa were in a very deep conversation after the game. My goodness, what mm. an intense football chat that Old nerds. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is, isn't it? That's... Old football nerds. It's like the Guardiola Tuchel of a, of a previous generation. Would be that Spider-Man meme. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's what it was? <laughs> it's one of those things you look at and be like, oh, you know what, that is lovely to see. I bet they're having a fascinating chat. And then if you're there, you're like... You know what? Yeah, I, I might shoot off actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> this, is, this has been great for half an hour, but just put the salt shaker down. Do the, <laughs> do the old Thomas Tuchel. I've really got somewhere better yeah. to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a moment of frothing ourselves for Rafinha's finish? We certainly oh, yeah. can. We certainly. Can. I was. I thought that Rafinha might move on this summer because he generally he likes a move, doesn't he? He's not stayed in one <laughs> yes, place for very yeah. long, and his stock's right. very high. But I think Leeds have whatever they've done to keep him, if indeed they've needed to do anything, has clearly been done well because he is just such a joy to watch. He is. What a finish as well. Pickford at fault? <laughs> uh, what a finish though uh, it was. And I think I think that was quite an important point for Leeds actually because I think with the home fans, you, again, um, who was it that spoke? It was it was Nuno himself I think spoke about that sort of feel-good factor. Uh, we suppose obviously kind of went when they played in the Europa Conference League but they got a win of course against Wolves. But I think to have Ellen Road back in the Premier League as as it was, um, and to not lose the game and to to finish on that note, if you see what I mean, I think, I think yeah. Again, how important is that in, in the grand scheme of things? But certainly in the short term, I think that was uh, that was quite a lift that he gave everybody. Yeah, yeah, and he's a kind of player who he needs an audience, doesn't he? Oh yeah, like some of the things he does, yeah. like it's it's you know I suppose a credit to Bielsa and the system he has at Leeds that a player like that can still thrive. Mm-hmm. He's almost like a functional roaming player. And his left foot, I mean, like he could 
you know, he could use it to stroke my hair and tell, tell me everything's going to be okay. <laughs> like, it's such a... He's, oh, I, you, I love you, him so much. You do yeah. need that regularly. I do, you? actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially against Yerry Mina. Yeah. <laughs> One of those foot guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> do that on incognito mode? No, don't Or are you, you proud of that no, as well? No, I'm going to start getting the Instagram messages that Kate and Jules get. Yeah. Why don't say that? Sorry, I don't mate. think you will. <laughs> Stop it, everyone. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> those men. Gentlemen. Stop doing that. Yeah. Let us also, when I say gentlemen, I want to include every man. But uh, yes, uh, we move on uh, to Aston Villa 2, Newcastle United nil. Danny Ings is goal. Come on. That's what it's all about, Jimmy. Yeah. What, a f- what a finisher he is. Mm-hmm. It's just instinctive, isn't I, it? Yeah, how absolutely good. love it. Yeah, imagine, but how can that be instinctive? <laughs> Yeah. As if, like, like you know, some of them surf the sleigh trips and they just thought I'd just do a double backflip. Yeah, quite, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll just put my foot where my head normally is. <laughs> yeah. like, just in a split second. Just brilliant. Another player Spurs could have signed. Well, yeah, I mean, mm, we could do yeah. that all day, though, couldn't we? <laughs> Uh, there's a no we could do it until lunchtime I think. fair enough um, but yes uh, a brilliant goal uh, and I the, people match of the day watching match of the day would see this when he asked about the long throw routine and he said well I don't want to give it away and it was just a long throw on Mings to Ings and then it went in it's yeah. like if you're planning on doing that overhead kick sort of business every week I take my hat off to you but uh, it didn't seem that hard to work out unless unless there is some secret formula here Vish that we're all missing no, I mean it's um it's quite nice. Is you know obviously it happened against um it happened against Arsenal um, when Brentford did it in the opening game of the season and it was it's a... un- you're right it's undefendable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but there's big man yeah, flick on. Yeah, I quite I quite like it. Uh-huh. But it's uh, but it's not like oh I don't want to give it away. It's like you just chucked it to the big man and yeah. he flicked it on. And then at the same time I was like well he flicks it on and I have overhead kick it in. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair. yeah, just like that, yeah. And I like he... the idea that someone's going to try and mimic it and completely fuck up, <laughs> yeah. and it probably will be Arsenal. <laughs> I quite like Dean Smith's comments about Ings. He said, well, we've seen him score a 20-yarder in the top corner against us last year, so we certainly know the type of goals he could score. And I love that, right? Get him. Sign him. <laughs> That's a good way to do business, really, isn't it? He can score spectacular ones, and he's, he's already doing it. Um, My brother, um, who's a Newcastle fan, maintains that the only reason they signed Ryan Taylor, the right-back from Wigan, is because mm. he kept scoring free kicks against Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Just to stop him from doing that. That's, that is good. That is good. Uh, gold medal man. Douglas uh, Louise gave a very cool, calm and assured display in front of Villa's back four. And you, you, you saw him in the flesh. You were impressed with how he looks and and, yeah, and how yeah. he is, but he's a decent player. He's been playing well for Villa, and I I, I think they're going to be fine this season. We'll talk about Grealish going, but they've they've bought some good signings. They've kept some well, they've pretty much kept everybody, haven't they? Yeah, apart from yeah. Grealish, I think they've been on a good one. They were great to watch last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They they just you know they'll change, they've obviously have have to change the way they play slightly because I think of that front four if we include like you know three up the top and the one behind only El Ghazi mm-hmm. was there last season yeah uh, in, t- in terms of like what would be their starting 11 so yeah obviously there's going to be a natural um betting in period mm-hmm. you're right about Luis though like he he's such a silky operator yeah and I wonder if Manchester City I don't think he's quite at that level well, yet but I wonder I, if they have a buyback clause yeah I know what you mean Hopefully not. Because... No, yeah, because it's good that he's playing regularly and we get to watch him. But, yeah. um, you don't yeah, want he's... a Southampton-Liverpool dynamic setting in with Villa <laughs> and Man City, do you? That's but that, true, that yeah. is how, like, I think it's frustrating for Villa, isn't it? Because when Man City were um, were building their empire, it wasn't, you know, like, 
it wasn't the teams right at the top they targeted. It, it was it was Everton and it was Villa and it was the teams just above them. So mm. they sort of climbed just above them using their players. So I think they'll be having nightmares worrying that that might happen again. Indeed. Not as many nightmares about than Steve Bruce is having about refereeing decisions. But, mm-hmm. you know, there we are. Just, again, manager moans about VAR, etc., etc. Do, was... do another phone-in. Yeah. <laughs> when all said and done, though, chaps, it was a great weekend of footballing action in the Premier League. Before... We move on to some uh, Florida-based chat. Um, Marseille versus Nice in Ligue 1. Yeah. Absolute chaos. Yeah, if anyone missed this, the basically the fans had been pelting Marseille players with, mm. with bottles and things like whenever that, they got up that end of the pitch in the second half. And um, Dimitri Payet just had enough of it. Mm. He ended up throwing one back at one point as well. Yeah, and yeah. like just it all kicked off. The fans got onto the pitch. Like there were like the actual fist fights breaking out. Like mm-hmm. Sam Pauli got involved. And I mean he's been wearing those short sleeves for a long, long time. Yeah. And Chekhov's guns have finally gone off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like absolute madness. There was all sorts of running battles, wasn't there, across involving everybody. But yeah, like the how es- how the escalation going on there was just it was crazy. It was really something to see the fans spill out onto yeah. the pitch yeah. in that the kind of The advertising hoarding getting like ripped to pieces, even though it's like a digital one. It was like really <laughs> bizarre. Wow. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was very concerning. I um like an idiot, I I hadn't like heard anything about it, uh, you know, as it was happening last night. And I just saw someone post a video and I could make out Dimitri Pa. I was like, Oh, he's probably done something amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not amazing. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Madness. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, fallout today in this week about how punishments and, and so on and so forth there. But yeah, blimey O'Reilly. Anyway, uh, let's let's finish the show with something a little bit more positive. We go to Miami. Um, there are reports that David Beckham has held talks with Lionel Messi about ending his career at Inter Miami. They took place, uh, of course, when uh, little Lionel bought his uh, Miami apartment, or apartments, he may have bought more than one, uh, Jim, but you would if you could. Uh, now, it's quite interesting into Miami. I mean, the, the, the co-owner uh, Jorge Mas says um, I'm opti- optimistic Messi will play in an Inter-Miami shirt because I think it will complete the legacy of the greatest player in our generation. You couldn't really go against that especially when you look at the results. Yeah. Up a lot of trophies. Yeah. It's weird isn't it? I would say in terms of you know um, Messi ending his career at Inter-Miami yeah. I reckon it will probably end before he steps on the field in an Inter-Miami shirt. Okay. That would be safe to say. Right. And I think he might play like he'd retired before joining <laughs> into Miami. Um, he can release a statement. He doesn't have to join them. We'll know he's finished. It's fine. Yeah. Um, what are they playing at? It's just, honestly, it's just bollocks about Messi or beautiful photos of David Beckham. Yeah. They want Ronaldo too. Yeah. Well, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. 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 Link them up. Mm. Why don't you bring back the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> get the Ouija board out. Board yeah. out. yeah. Get the Ouija board and a hologram. Try yeah. everything. Yes. Yeah. Another win in the bag, though, champ. Get Robert Kardashian to introduce him onto the field. Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, there we are. I think that's uh, summed that up quite nicely. On tomorrow's show, Kate, Vish, and Pete. How about that? Get your ears around that lot, everybody. Probably not anymore into Miami chat tomorrow, so don't worry. <laughs> There we are. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Vitushan Hantaraj. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.